Welcome back. My name's Kenny. I'm here with my co-host, Matt. What's going on, brother? What's up, dude? I got nothing when it comes to... Co- How are you? American English. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's up, my G? <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks again for everything you guys have done for us. We appreciate you tremendously. Um, so, uh, what you been up to, Kenny? Um, we did a uh, photo shoot today. Mm, we did. Yeah, we had some... Uh, some um, Shout out Jay Jitsu at J underscore Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. Jitsu. Um, if you want to... Take pictures of your tits. If you want to take pictures of your butthole. If you want to take some jujitsu photos, this dude's got the skills, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Bend over and cough. Gotcha. <laughs> There's your plug. If you need, no matter what kind of photos you want. You want photos on a mountain bike? You want photos, you know, wherever, dude. Jay Jitsu is a great photographer, especially for the jujitsu stuff and boardwalk. And all that other kind of stuff. So that's your dude. Hit him up. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Yeah, La Malavita hooked us up with a uh, some shorts and a rash guard. Yeah, shout Actually, out them. Shout out to those guys. Cool shirt had our logo and stuff on yeah. it. It yeah. was cool, man. That like, camel kit's dope. I'm it is. excited to get that. Warrant, wear that at a class. Yeah, yeah I'm, I, it was really really good gear. I like their gear is made good. Yeah, you know that's one thing I noticed. Like. Even their shirt, it's a nice shirt. It yeah. fits good. So, like, um, just cool dudes and uh, really, uh, you know, appreciative of them sending us stuff and we get to wear it and take photos for them. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to have them on soon. I, like I said, I, when we were talking earlier, I, I pretty positive one from lives in Orange County. So okay. That's we'll right set it up. Yeah. Um, did the Level Black, Level Black send us some stuff too? <laughs> that new kid's fire. <laughs> this this wrestle jitsu version three kit is fire. Kenny's been waiting so long. Yeah, he's bought thousands of dollars in level black. Yeah. Clayton, thank you. <laughs> and thank now you. my man gets a cool ass kit. Yeah, yeah. We already you know you know said what we need to say about that guy. Yeah. Awesome dude. We love the stuff. Fits great. Took some photos on that today. It was just a fun day. Yeah, yeah I love no. it. My wife's like, you're doing what? And then that, I'm like, oh, it's a whole day. It's a whole day of podcasting and jujitsu stuff. And, you know, I didn't even get injured. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, being able to do jujitsu-related stuff without actually having to do jujitsu is, is kind of neat sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not getting For smashed. Sure. For sure. Um, what we got today? Uh, online jujitsu jitsu academies. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we, we actually r- randomly talked about this today um, uh-huh. while we were cleaning up. Yeah, I... I I, I mean, look, at, I can see the the benefits of, like, online self-defense. Like, it's better than learning this bunk-ass self-defense. Like, poke them in the eye, kick them in the nuts. Yeah. This, that, you know, the stuff that we know doesn't work. Like, I hate seeing, like, self-defense videos for women where, like, it's, like, has them, like, engage. Stomp the feet. Yeah, Jack that kind the of shit is whack. Yeah. It has yeah. them engage the attacker. You're gonna Ooh. piss the attacker off. Yeah, all you're gonna do is piss them off. You yeah. just kick. You know, this is our somebody that is willing to attack you. As you know, if you're a woman and they're they're trying to like cause harm to you, they're already not right in the head. Scratching them in the eyes is gonna make them punch you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so don't. You're better off getting to a guard, closing it down, overhooking, screaming for help. Yeah, right. Maybe sneaking a triangle in there, whatever. Yeah. But like, you're better off doing that than you know. I'm going to knee him in the nuts. Like, come on, man. So, like, I get that from that perspective, like, how it could be beneficial because it's actually, like, 
solid techniques being taught online, but I just don't, I think when it comes to Gracie university, I think it's a money grab. Well, I'm pretty positive. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty positive. They're going to quote you on it. That Gracie university is run by a particular Gracie. Mm -hmm. The one that likes to make hoodies. Mm Mm-hmm. And he also likes to uh, go to court and be an expert witness for like 100K. Mm-hmm. So if it's definitely money grab because that I, guy I, likes I, grabbing yeah, money. I just, and they were in my DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look, I'm not, as, as a guy who does jujitsu, that person, that Gracie, he's good. He's legit. He's at, legit. Yeah, very. I'm not, I'm not bashing the guy's game, but like from a business standpoint, kind of shady. I mean, look, he even talk, he just talks like the ShamWow guy. And look, guys, <laughs> if you, you know what I mean? Like, am I right? And yeah. then he grabs, he, 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 he grabs the elbow, yeah. guys. And then, 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 look, look, then he, then, then he smooths his hips and then right in. I'm like, dude. Come on. Did you go watch some of these before you? No. Was that a good impression? <laughs> Hell yeah. But okay. Anybody? Are you tired, Kenny? <laughs> Put this behind your neck <laughs> and fall asleep. <laughs> look at look at. I used to sleep. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hold your head up. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> well, don't talk to me like you're my stepdad and I, you're my new stepdad. Yeah. And I'm seven years old. And you're like, hey, buddy, you want to go outside and play catch? I'm like, you're just going to bang my mom. <laughs> and eat my fruit snacks, <laughs> yeah, you motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you, dude. <laughs> that's phony. Um, I, I, anybody that's trained jiu-jitsu for any period of time knows that you, yes, it's an individual sport, but you can't get to where you, you you're not going to get any better without a team. Right, 100%. So doing online jiu-jitsu I'm assuming you don't have a, a partner to do it with. And, you know, sometimes location will bring that out. Like, right? like I live in fucking Saskatchewan. Right. What the fuck? There ain't no one here. So I got to fucking scissor sweep my vacuum. Bro, <laughs> I, I, I get, but I feel like there's, in most cases, if you live within like, I don't know, a decent drive to like a major city, like there's going to be jujitsu. You got to, I mean, you got to do live. Okay. Let's think about Lovato. Uh, Rafael Lovato mm, Jr. Jr. When he was on Rogan years ago until like he was basically saying like jujitsu wasn't a thing when he was learning it. And him and his father were traveling to Brazil for months at a time to learn jujitsu to come back as like purple belts and teach it where they lived in like middle America. And then would go back to Brazil from, you know what I mean? Like I want to they, say they're from Oklahoma or something. Yeah. So they were like, taking like the long route, you know what I mean? Know, but it, like, it's hard. Like, yeah, I get it. It's not everywhere. But dude, like, come on, dude. Like, right. You gotta, how do you know you're a blue belt? If you're just paying a monthly and you send them a video, are you, I don't know this. Maybe someone who's taken, you know, I'm sure we have some followers that are online jujitsu guys. Right. I'm sure. If you are, we could be wrong, but I want you to, I bet you I'm not. I bet you everybody who sends in the blue belt video, like test, whatever you got to do, they send you a blue belt in the mail. I, I want to see if anybody sent something in is like, hey, I'm a blue belt. Here's my test. And they sent the money in and sent the video in. And if they like, got yeah. a letter back like, sorry, man, 
Not good enough. Not good enough. Work on your. Here's a fucking piece of tape. He's got a piece of tape in an envelope. <laughs> what the fuck? Go ahead and add two stripes. Just got a stripe, dog. <laughs> I want to see. I want to know. Here's the thing. I, I just want to. I want to see. Um, I, I mean, go enter a competition as a an online blue belt and see how you fare against other blue belts, and that will let you know if you're actually a blue belt. If you can't beat anybody, and you're just getting smashed, period. You know what I mean? I mean. We just had our last episode. We talked about like when you know if you're if you're in a comp class and you're training for competition, like it's your job to seek out the smoke and provide smoke for other people. And if you are doing it online, how are you? What smoke are you getting? None. But you maybe are you maybe trying to go to exactly? But but yeah. So if there's open mats, then there's jujitsu in your area. So you know what I mean. Like if you're doing online jujitsu because there's nothing around you, then then there is no open mats. What are you you training with your family members? Right. Look at my wife never trained jiu-jitsu in her life. She has an impossible guard to pass. I got two kids, but I can't, you know what I mean? Like I not going to get better by right. just arm dragging my wife. Yeah. You know, I <laughs> just not or like, you know, scissor sweeping the vacuum, whatever. I don't know. Like I just don't, it's not like I get like, he's trying to like capture all the markets and way to make most money for his family possible. And he's made a fuck ton of money. I'm sure. Yeah. I just don't think that it's a. Uh, if you've got options, that's the last option. I do well. Okay, now let's say some nice things about Henner Gracie. Okay, he does see people getting bullied and stuff, and I've seen him invite them to the academy for weeks of training and help bully kids. So there's a lot of good things. I do like. I said he's got legit jujitsu. Yeah, I do like their women's self defense seminars that they throw on at their academies when they get a pink belt. Whatever. Yeah, I guess whatever. Like, I do like that stuff. Like, good women need to learn how to fight them. You know what I mean? Like, so I do. You know, his jujitsu is legit. Yeah, it is. You know, and the guys that train there that are black belts are legit. You know, yeah, Brian Ortega, all those guys, they're fucking legit. Yeah. So, um, but I just you know. I, but th- you think that maybe part of that, like, like if you're doing online jujitsu, you're not going to be Brian Ortega. You know, like, do you, th- I, I, sometimes I think people might be like, well, you know, the guy that, that taught Brian Ortega and gave him his black belt is the guy teaching the online jujitsu course. So maybe it's not Brian Ortega is Brian Ortega because he's Brian Ortega, but also because of the people he had around him and during his jujitsu right. journey. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have people around you during your jujitsu journey, you're going to, uh, it's going to be watered down. You've got to have resistance. But coming know? full circle on that also, why did the Gracies bring jujitsu here? To make fucking cash. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're the first family to bring it here. Yeah. Right? And they brought it here to show everybody that your Taekwondo ain't shit. And they wanted to make money. That was the main reason they did it. <clears throat> so they're just doing what they planned on doing. Right. From the very beginning. And we're all zigging. For the art, and they're zagging for the cash. And I think, you know, I think that's why some of the Gracies, which I've heard, don't get along with some of the Gracies. Because okay. some are about that, some are not about that. I could be wrong. I don't know. I'm just a fucking meathead guy. <laughs> but, like, that's what I've heard. So I'm reading this uh, this book. It was a recommendation by one of our um, our listeners. And uh, I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head right now. But it's it's I think it's called uh, opening Opening the Closed Guard or something like that. But it's a, it, it's um, about the history of jujitsu. Robert Drysdale, right? 
Yeah. Mm. And the um all of the inconsistencies and the the lore and the stories you hear from the Gracie family and and about the people that don't get mentioned in like the Gracie like lineage that were apparently there's people in between uh Carlson mm. Gracie and Maeda. Mm. And it wasn't like that wasn't the direct thing. They like there's specifically named like somebody that was Maeda's right hand man that's likely the person that actually taught Carlson Gracie. Um, wow. While Maeda was out traveling. Yeah, well, there's got to be some middle guys. Right? Yeah. yeah. There's got to be some branches off the, the original tree. Yeah. And so, but then like a lot of stuff like backed up. So I guess like when he, he talks about when he's writing the book that like that, um, it was like the, the, the right place at the right time, they started digitizing the library in Brazil. So he's able to get like all of these um, copies of newspaper clippings and, you know, um, I, I guess there was like a bunch of like jujitsu history books written in Brazil that were never translated to English. So he like got, and I guess this Drysdale speaks and reads Portuguese. So Drysdale. Yeah. He does speak Portuguese. Cause I've seen him have full conversation with Poncho. Oh, no Cause shit. they trained with each other back in Brazil. Okay. They were teammates. I did not know that. And Drysdale, Poncho's told me Drysdale was the motherfucker in the gym. Really? Like he could, you know, he would just fuck people up. Yeah. So like hey, legit shit. Robert yeah. Drysdale, no joke. I so, always remember Drysdale on the UFC yeah, show back yeah. in the day, and the guy was and, all shitting on him. You're not a real fighter, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, Matt Sarah. I don't know, man. I love Matt Sarah too. Follower. But, uh, <laughs> you know, Drysdale's legit. I think yeah, they're both legit. Yeah. I was like, these are two legit guys. I was a nobody then, but. I it's mean, an, it's a neat nobody. book. It's well written. Um, and I, I guess he had like a passion for history before he got into uh, fighting. Yeah, I've heard him on other jujitsu podcasts. I don't remember which one it was. But, Maybe it was Jujitsu Jitsu podcast. I'm not sure, but I heard him, you know, talking about this book and how important it was. I'm like, damn, if I read books. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good book so far. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to picking some things out of the book to talk about on the pod later on. Cool. BJJ gyms versus regular gyms, pros and cons. I like this. I like this. When you sent this to me, I was like, there's a lot of paths coming into the new year, guys. We're all back in the gym. Got to drop the pounds, new year's resolutions. And to me, I'm like, I'm going to wait a couple of weeks because I don't want to be one of those guys that goes in the first of the year. But uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I think, I think if you're looking for something to do, like if you want to change your life, right, you want to you lose some pounds, I feel like the overall culture of a traditional weightlifting gym is, fuck, it's January. I got to deal with all the people that don't know how to work out. They're going to be hogging the equipment. It's going to be harder to get my time, my reps in, da 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 Yeah, they're haters. Right. Versus a jiu-jitsu gym, we all get excited when there's new, new, new. Yeah, dude. Are. It's like, whoa, new guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. up, man? Like, yeah. It's like you're, you're, there's such a different vibe. You're, no one is going to shit on you for showing up to jiu-jitsu with a white belt with no stripes on it. Day one, week one. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be welcomed. People are going to pull you to the side and, and introduce themselves and like make sure that you're getting proper work in and like, hey, before you try to get crazy with trying to learn this armbar that the professor just went over, let's maybe like work on some fundamental stuff and, you know, try to explain things to you and share, you know, books with you to read or like it's, it, it's going to be such a different vibe. Maybe jujitsu is not what you want to do to start off the New York and you're like, dude, I know all these people are going to be talking shit. I'm fat. I'm sloppy. I haven't lifted in for years. 
I used to go to the gym. I used to be in shape, but now I can't. Yeah. And now I know all these people are like, look at these new guys. And you're like, dude, I really want to like start this new year strong. But like, you're like, oh, I got to wait a few weeks. Why not just try jujitsu for a few weeks then? Yeah. And then once you feel like, oh, I'm starting to get my cardio is good and this and this, quit jujitsu and go to the gym then. Right. When you have, you just, because I promise you this. If you try for jujitsu, you will lose weight. If you try jujitsu, you will lose weight. You will make friends. Yeah. And you will not be shamed for being in class. No. And sucking. Yeah. And you're going to suck. You're going to suck. But and you're going to be tired and you're going to be exhausted and you're not going to be able to make it through a five minute round. But I'll tell you this. That hour of jiu-jitsu is going to fly compared to the hour on the treadmill. Oh, 100%. You're not going to be looking at how much time I got left. You're right. not going to have to put a towel. You don't have to put a towel over the timer in jiu-jitsu. Right. You come to jiu-jitsu, you freaking roll, you puke. You're like, that was an hour. See you on Monday. See you Wednesday. And yeah. then guess what happens? You don't show up to a class. Next thing you know, hey, where you at? Right. Someone's texting you. Where's that guy? Right. Hey, hey, hey. Come or to that you, class. you miss a class. You show up the next day. Where were you yesterday? Right. Yeah, people will recognize you and, and want you back there. There's no, how many you got left? Right. How right. many, you, you know. You or think- if you do something right just by chance, you know what I mean? They'll let you know. Like, dude, that was good. Yeah. You, so, you're going to be encouraged. Even I, when you suck. <laughs> I, 100%. You are going to have, and I don't know how other things like yoga and stuff like that is. I don't know how the community is with that. I'm assuming, you know, we know a yoga guy. Yeah. So maybe I'll ask him. He's going to be on the show soon. He's got a crazy story. Yeah. He does. <laughs> Jesus. That's going to be a uh, wild one. But uh, I don't know how the culture is in yoga. I don't know how the culture is in Pilates or all these other things. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. I do know how the culture is in jiu-jitsu, and it's every gym. Yeah. You will be welcomed, and you will be – you're not going to get hurt. You're thinking like, oh, I'm going to get injured. I don't want to get hurt. It seems crazy. They're not going to hurt you. They're going to welcome you, and you're going to be part of the team day one. Day one teammate. You signed a waiver, you're in. Yeah. You're t- hey, let's take a photo. Because you had the fucking courage to even try it. You know what I mean? There's so many people that don't try any any sort of combat sport. You're gonna go to the gym. You're not gonna know, oh, the big weights intimidate me. Right. Oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm fat. I don't want to go stand next to the real jack dude. Here's another aspect too. People will say, um, it's expensive. It, it's not cheap. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 150 to more yeah maybe. to more and you can go get a gym membership for 15 dollars a month or something like that okay you're paying for instruction and you're paying for other people to to learn that with you you know what i mean like you don't if you buy a 15 dollar gym membership cool you have access to the gym do you know what the fuck you're doing you know what i mean like you're gonna hurt yourself likely before. Do you have a, yeah do you have a workout program right so you got to pay for a trainer guess what's more expensive than jujitsu a fucking personal trainer Mm-hmm. substantially you could be tremendously out of shape yeah tremendously a gi couldn't even fit you could be that big but guess what you're in there you're moving no one's holding that against you you're gonna find rounds you're gonna find matt matt's gonna roll with you you're gonna find oh, i can't even wear gi pants i'm so big we're not gonna wear gi pants then you're gonna wear gi top Right. And we're going to get you down. I'm like, guess what? I promise you within a year, we're going to have you in A5, A6 gi pants, and you will be wearing gi pants. Yeah. So, like, stick with it. You're going, if you're looking for a place where you can just find yourself again and you don't give a fuck about the belts 
It's about losing notches on your belt, right? Your real belt. And you're just trying to like get the gears moving. I promise you. I promise you. I guarantee you. Jiu-jitsu is the way. Yeah. It's the way. Mentally too. Just just having that adversity. It's the way. You have someone talking to you. You're going to make friends. Promise. Yeah. Guaranteed you're going to make friends. You know? And if you're listening to this, we're your friend. So you can DM me, but hey, Matt, I took your advice. I took you and Kenny's advice. I decided to go to jiu-jitsu for the first time. I'm not going to go to the real gym. And boom, we're going to cut the best piece of this. We're going to make it a clip. And I want you guys to send it to somebody who's out of shape. And you know, everybody knows somebody who yeah. could use some jiu-jitsu for life choices. I, and that'll help you. I, I constantly push jiu-jitsu um, to, to friends or or, you know, just random people I meet and whatnot that are like, they, if they show any sort of like remote interest about it, I'm like, dude, try, like, come try. Like my gym right now is doing a free month. I, I, that's unheard of in my opinion. I've never heard of a gym doing that, but they're doing a free month. You've never done jujitsu before. I've anybody that I know that, that doesn't do jujitsu. I'm like, fucking go sign up now. Like go get your free month in. And if you just stop in a month, whatever, but go get your free month. In. That month will be a good jump start yeah. to get you be like, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go lift now. Yeah. And if this guy that's fucking trying to get me off this treadmill or trying to get me off this set says anything, scissor sweet bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and Ezekiel. Ezekiel, come yep. cross collar choke. You're going like, to get in shape. You're going to lose weight. You know, you start gaining weight when you get brown belt and you start getting good. So you start putting <laughs> the pounds back on. That's the real fucking problem. Because when I first started jujitsu, every smoke, I was smoke. Everybody was smoke. Yeah. I was fucking dead. And then you start getting good at jujitsu. And you're like, oh, I could sit here. I can move. He can't move me here. This thing you know. Boom, boom, boom. I was like, wow, that wasn't a good work. It's a good workout as it used to be. But when you first start, yeah, all you can handle, baby. It just means you need to go with some, yeah, better so, smoke. Yeah, that's exactly what it means. Um, envy of other person's success. This is uh, this this hits. Their success with the promotions. So this could be them meddling in a competition, them getting a belt promotion or a stripe when maybe you didn't and you thought you should have or something along those lines. I, I subscribe to the mindset that you should trust your professor. And if you don't trust your professor, then you shouldn't be at that gym. But you should trust your professor's judgment. And if they feel that you deserve to stripe or you deserve to belt up, they would have done that. And if they gave it to somebody else, maybe there's a reason you don't know. Right. Matt's mentioned this in the past. Sometimes professors promote as a motivator, you know? So like maybe this person's on the cusp of the next belt, but they're just, you know, they're, they're starting to lose their, their fire. And this is a way to reignite that fire in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, this is something that, that Rogan mentions a lot in his podcast or, or not. Joe Rogan. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah. Something he quotes a lot is, is comparison is the thief of joy. And I think if you're, I, I think that's a, uh, if you're constantly comparing yourself to another person and it's not from a motivation standpoint, but there's like some malice there, then it's time to um, uh, take um, inventory uh, internally Mm. of of your thought process and where your heart's at. Um, If your people that you consider friends if those people are 
are winning at something or doing well at something and you can't celebrate with them because you have a chip on your shoulder about it, like maybe it's time to reevaluate your friendship. Right. I, you know, I, things really changed around for me because I, you know, I'm not, admit, I'm not afraid to admit fault because, you know, I had previous podcasts and other things and we were doing great and everything was good. But, you know, I would see other podcasts doing the same thing with us and getting more likes or getting more followers or, you know, and yeah. growing. And so this is not so much a jiu-jitsu topic, but I'd see people getting envious of someone's new car or envious of this. Like, I wish that was me. Like, why is he? Why not me? Like, right. and once I literally about a year ago, I said, you know what? I'm not, you know, I'm tired of, I'm tired of being wishing that was me rather yeah. than saying, I'm happy for that person. I'm just happy for everybody. I want everybody to get their flowers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, once I started changing my mindset of like, Hey, good shit, bro. Hell yeah. Oh, someone's got a belt. Fuck yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Like it's your life. I'm living my race. You're in your race. You're getting this car. Cool, dude. Like great. Like I see people, uh, you got a Corvette. I don't got it yet. Like you can be my bunny rabbit. I'm going to try to strive to be you. I want to be where you're at, but like, I'm happy for everybody. There's, there's, that's like been my new thing. And it was like the hack of 2023 for me. Oh yeah. It's being so happy for everybody. Yeah. And then people will be like, man, sometimes these other pages, these other meme pages will tag me because they want me to share their stuff. And I've had people go, why, why do you share their stuff? They're like doing what you do. They're, they're your competition. And I'm like, because man. Whatever. I want yeah. them to grow. Like, I'm happy for them. Well, you So-and-so got 10,000 followers now. They're monetized. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. You got this? Cool. Like, everything is like, once you can change your mindset and, like, kill the envious. Yeah. Like, I'm happy. Well, the world is huge, and the famine mentality doesn't help you grow in any way. So, in regards to, like, the meme page thing, it, it, you... People can follow on one meme page and follow another meme page as well and like both their memes. You know right. I mean? It's not cheating. It's not like, hey, you got to fucking pick a meme page. Look, you either follow Oast Nation and no other meme pages or you unfollow me and go follow them. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like that. No. And, and working together, you know, it, by, by sharing their meme page, that's only getting, by helping promote them to your audience hopefully they're they're willing to do the same By or co- or you're setting a precedent you know what i mean when you have grown to whatever status right. and they're the the next you know uh, guard you know coming into the right. to the fold then maybe the smaller meme pages that are reaching out to them they start sharing their memes and they're trying to bring them up it's it's you it, you've got to bring up the people under you uh, otherwise it's going to it collapses from under you you right. know what i mean like you've got to always try to reshare if i can i'll try to reshare and i just feel like that's really because I'm just trying to be nice. Yeah. If someone's got a jujitsu move they like and they're chill demo and they tag me and I'll click on their profile and they got like 150 followers or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, but the technique was legit. I'll freaking share it. Put a circle on that bitch. Fuck yeah, dude. Follow this dude. Like, I'm like, whatever, dude. Like, get right. your, get yours. Go for it. Everybody started from something. Yeah. I, um, in my past, uh, in my, my early 20s, I, I used to be, um, real kind of preachy on social media and whatnot to people, people I knew. I would just to random people, but people I knew. And it, it, I would be speaking from experience. Like I've, I've failed a lot 
in life in certain areas and whatnot. And I've learned a lot of lessons, but it's not my job to try to be everybody's dad or to like to try to teach everybody these lessons. You know what I mean? If they ask somebody asks me for help or ask me for my advice or something, by all means, but I don't do that anymore. And what I try to do now is the best way that I can impact the people around me and the best way that I can ensure that like my friendships grow and that the people around me are, are becoming better versions of themselves or whatnot is celebrate everybody's wins. You know what I mean? Like, like they're your own, like have that same sense of pride for them that you would have if you were able to do that as well. Like that there's no jealousy in it. If I, if I ever hit you up because you, you posted something that you're proud of or something like that. And I'm like, dude, that's fucking awesome. Like I will, I'll go out of my way to do that for people because one, I know it's important to people to have kind of that, um, you know, validation factor, not saying that like me validating somebody means anything, but like to know that people out there don't hate on you for your success and people out there are ex- excited is because it sometimes it takes a lot to post something that you're proud of. You know what I mean? Like, should I be proud of this? Should I, should I even share this? Like, mm. you know what I mean? Like the, the blue belt thing, like when I, when, I remember when I posted about my blue belt, like I didn't want to rub it in anyone's face. That, that wasn't the point of it. But like, I really feel like I worked hard for that, you know? And I, it was something that I was proud of and I wanted to share that with the people that I felt would care. Right. And um, when people reached out to me and were like, were thankful for it, it, it wasn't, I wasn't posting it to seek validation, but knowing that people that I, I respected reached out to me and were like, dude, that's awesome. Congratulations. Like it felt good. You know words, what I mean? Words of affirmation. Yeah. Feel nice. Yeah. So if it, in knowing that, that that's how I felt when that happened to me, like, and I have the ability to do that all of the time to people and it costs me nothing other than like the energy to do it, to type them a message and, and like a congratulations, you know what I mean? Like that's all I've got to do to make somebody's day by all fucking means. I'm doing that We're, you know? right now. We are a smaller podcast right now. Yeah. Okay. But, and now, and I'm sure we have haters. I'm sure. I'm sure. And there's guys like, Oh fuck man. He's fucking podcast guy. What Kenny, what is he's only a blue belt. What the fuck's he now? He's getting yeah. all this. Hey, I'm sorry you guys feel that way. If there are people out there like that, I'm sorry you feel that way. But guess what, man? We're just talking. We're doing what we love. Yeah. Anybody could do it. If the, <laughs> any one of our haters started a podcast and posted a clip of their podcast and was like, tag those nation. You know what those nations going to do? You know, free share that podcast. I'm going to circle around and say, follow Mojo's BJJ podcast. Right. And that's what I'm going to do because you know what? Everybody deserves their flowers. So you got to kill the envy, man. It's too short. Life's too short. I agree. Like, whatever, man. We're all in this jujitsu game. We're all in this game called life, and we're just all doing our damn thing. So just be happy for everybody. So that's what I have to think about. And envy, envious people. Questions? Oh, no. <laughs> I just see your name. My wife. Wendy the Barber asks if you could time travel to any era to fight someone, who would it be and why? Mm. my dad oh oh we can yeah. deep deep cut yeah <laughs> i want to go to i want to go to i want to go i want to go back and i want to fight my dad in his prime when my my dad's a storyteller and he mm. he talks like he's the fucking man he did this when he was and he knocked this guy out and <laughs> da, 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 da. i want to go back to where he is at his peak and i want to whoop his ass i don't like my dad by the way he's a piece of shit but okay i fight, fight my dad that's who i'm fighting me um nobody famous 
You can. Mine will be famous. You because you know, I can go back to like what I know now. Maybe I can go back to like UFC or like early days, like bunk. Like when when jujitsu wasn't when it was like just the Gracies did it type thing. And then I could fucking maybe win the UFC (laughs) championship. (laughs) And then I could have on my bio. Former UFC heavyweight yeah. championship. Uh, 1996 yeah, UFC. Hoist like, crazy. You can say UFC, uh, former UFC heavyweight champ. The first. Boom. Done. Yeah. Like, oh, hell yeah. There's yeah. no fucking way my chubby ass is winning that shit. No. No. <laughs> Not even close. But back then. Not even beating anybody in the top 25. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm old. Bad legs. Do you give? Do you go back in your current shape or do you go back with the knowledge you have? You give me you- my knowledge I have. And you give me 2004 Matt's body. And, and we make a fucking and run. And all of the Mexican supplements that they were allowed we to We make a fucking run in Denver in a tournament. And we see what we, where they fall. Go for the, the three fights in a night, four fights in a night. Yeah, thing. that's what's going to be. Yeah, give me bracket. chemo, baby. Give me chemo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There you go. All that. I want all that. I don't want to fight that guy at the boxing glove. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I want to know that, like, I got my fucking grappling. You know? You know, Hoist probably still choked me out. But still, whatever, dude. I want to be like, people, that's the only time in history that people remember second place. Yeah. Ken Shamrock. Yeah. Ken Shamrock. People remember who got second to Hoist Gracie. Ken Shamrock. I, I, um, I know that it'll never happen again because of commissions and shit like that, but I wish that they would do some sort of like a, a tournament style no weight class i think i mean i think only wild man would, would join it you know what i mean like because you do have the there's got to be some underground shit there's underground cockfighting there's underground dog fighting yeah there's still that fight club oh i'm sure i'm sure we're a motherfucker we've seen it I was like, but i mean like televised get some fame behind mm-hmm. it that would be cool i actually used to do that uh you've that, talked about taking smoker fights before well no even before like when i was like a four stride white belt, early blue belt days. I would, when I was poor, I'd fight dudes in the park for cash. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did, I swear. 50 I did bucks. Like, I, Anybody want to take on my boy, like, Matt? So, like, I had a buddy go, Hey, um, I got, he's, I know you train a little bit. And I was like, Yeah. He's like, You know, I was making shit money, dude. I'm talking like $200 a week. And, uh, and he's like, Hey, these guys meet in the park, they all gamble, they fight. Like, do you want to fight? And I was like, all right, I need gas. So, like, I'd make, like, 300 bucks. And I'd go down there, so that's a $500 week. Yeah. I did, like, three or four of them. And it's just fighting. Just fighting. It's so cool. I'm fighting cholos. I'm fighting Mexican dudes. And it was easy because, you know, they're right-handed. They always step with their left. So I'd switch my stance into single leg, take them down, and pound them. But, like, <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, that was easy because... Nobody knew jujitsu, even right. though it was like 2005. Right. It was still very new. I was a white belt and I wasn't even training. I was training under a blue belt, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. I was training under a blue belt. So I wasn't even no belt yet. Scratch that. And I was like, I would just fight these guys because I knew a little bit because I'd grapple with my boys. I'd just fight these guys and I'd just fight these Mexican cats in the park and win. And then after a while, I was like, oh, they're going to set up and jump me or something. Like, kind of feel like something was up. So I kind of like, you want to fight this weekend? I'm like, nah, man. I think, yeah, you know, I'm good. I, that last one was kind of tough. So <laughs> I was like, I might want to, like, I think I'm, 
I'm, I'm, reti- I'm going to retire. I'm going to retire, dude. <laughs> Thanks for the freaking easy 1200 <laughs> Um, If you're going to get into a fight, pro tip, look at their ears. If they've got cauliflower ear, maybe reconsider if, if you don't train. Two, like you've seen that video, I'm sure, of the, 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 the kid. He's probably in his like mid-20s. And he's fighting like the cholo. I think it's like two different cholos in a parking garage. Yeah, and he kicks him in the leg. And, he goes, and if that's, dude, who, that's who I was fighting. I was fighting guys like yeah. that. If you if you see a dude, if you if you're the cholo and you see a dude get into that stance and it looks legit, you might reconsider that. You know? Oh yeah, cholos no, they're not used to getting kicked. Either. Yeah, and like I used to kick. That yeah. was like my thing. I lay kick, teep kick to the chest. Did that a lot. Boom for separation. Close the distance. This is classy, classically close the distance. Bear hug. Your boy was on steroids then. I would just bear tackle him down, and I'd just freaking finish it, and then that was it. It was fun. Fun times. But, like, <laughs> dumb times. That was stupid. I could have got stabbed or something. Yeah, your was, boy needed I was like, was, were they checking for, like, knives in the pockets? Nah, or? dude. No? We were just fighting. Street clothes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dickies and fucking long socks and the whole thing, dude. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. Simpson Park. Um <laughs> Uh, I did like four of them, you know, three or four, something like that. That's so. fucking wild. <laughs> Thanks, Wendy. Opening up old memories. <laughs> um, Rosie B. Like asks, are single X guard and X guard fundamental guards? Uh, they're not traditional guards, but I would say they, if you're good at them, you can be fundamentally sound in them. Yeah. Okay. Right. Like, you know, I, Jason gets the X all the time. Yeah. And he's fucking good at it. I know a lot of guys that get the X. Some guys go to, you know, they'll go to freaking Poncho gets the X from freaking uh, De La Hiva. So, like, De La Hiva is a functional guard, I would say now, because a lot of people use that, especially in Nogi. Mm-hmm. And you can get the X really easy from there. So, they're not the first guard you learn, but when you're advanced, they become, you pretty much, a closed guard is a no good guard. Well, she's saying fundamental. I don't. I don't think. Well, if you're saying if you're advanced, but I, I don't. If fundamental wouldn't be advanced. Fundamental would be like bare bones. I would say no. I don't think it's fundamental. Yeah, I mean, like I said, uh, uh, but a, I think it's effective. Yeah, a no, a nogi, a closed guard is not a. It's just a guard. Open guard is where your your magic happens. Yeah. So you're either getting to the ankle into a daily heva, or you're getting to a half guard, or you're getting to. You know what I mean? So, right. like, I would say it's a lot of people are pretty freaking sick in them. So, I would say, like, they're pretty fundamentally sound in X. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I guess I, I get, bare bones, no. Yeah. Bare bones, your traditional is your closed, your closed guard, open guard, half guard. Butterfly? Butterfly guard. Yeah. Those are your traditional fundamental guards, right? But now, Dale Heva, X, single leg X, Z guard. Whatever, like people are getting good in these different, you know, guards. Right, right. Octopus guard, whatever that is. That's a thing? Yeah. Never even so. heard that. Jesus. Uh, Stephen Graham BJJ asks. <laughs> oh, here we go. The okay. weekly. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna give my wife credit for this. My wife is the, uh, the inventor uh, on the pod, at least, of the fuck, Mary kill questions. And um, hey, and shout out to your friend. But, you know. As a religious guy myself, believe it or not, I mean, I, hopefully I can barely skate in. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, say anything bad about the 
man upstairs. So <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to get in, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not like trying to like, it's going to be tough enough. He's like, yeah, Matt, let's see. I'm trying to like get Fought in. Trillers in the park, huh? Uh, if I do a London uh, Eiffel Tower uh, Joe, uh, F. Mary Kill with, you know, I'm not going to do that. So, but shout out to you, bro. Good question. Not getting Thanks, an answer yeah. from me, dude. I only pray to God. You know what I mean? I don't freaking get on my knees or anything else. Go ahead. Uh, fuck, Mary kill. Pam Anderson, Megan Fox, Jennifer Lawrence. Happy New Year's. Well, uh, I'm going to marry Jennifer Lawrence because, way I think she's basic. And I think she's not as hot as the celebrities in the past. I think there are no hot women celebrities in the planet right now. There, if you're really hot, you just become an Instagram model. Yeah. So, like, I think, like, she's known as one of the hotter ones. And she's a pretty, pretty lady. But, like, she's not Pam Anderson in her prime or Carmen Electra or yeah. any of these birds that were just, like, God 90s bombshells. Yeah. They're, those, they're gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like Jill from Home Improvement would get some run nowadays. The, the quality of these girls, you know what I mean? So I would marry Jennifer Lawrence because, you know, she's just a normal chick. She's And she's got some, you know, she's not afraid to show it a little bit. So, George, and then Megan Fox, I heard she got thumbs for toes or toe thumbs for thumbs on her hands. Uh-huh. Even though that was a great scene in Transformers, we can all admit it when she opens the hood and it's like, whoa. Uh, but I'm not going to, you know. She dated, who was that guy? The freaking Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly, I ain't going to follow that, dude. Like, that chick's weird. You know she does some weird-ass shit. And I'm trying to go up there, and what she was doing, I don't know. (laughs) And then, so, we're going to kill Megan Fox. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I'm going to F Pam Anderson, because you know what? You know, it is what it is. I know she got hepatitis, whatever. Hey, it's Pam Anderson. If you're going to get. Yeah. Because isn't hepatitis sexually transmitted? Oh, yeah. So. She if you're gonna get B. if you're gonna get hep, <laughs> that's the person to get it from. Wouldn't you say, hey, but it was Pam Anderson, <laughs> right? Like if you're gonna get hep C, you got it from Pam, like Baywatch, CJ. Come on. She uh, was the she was the goat from like 93 to 97, dude. I'm gonna say uh kill Jennifer Lawrence just because I have no interest in that at all. All right. Um but she's the most relevant right now. She's making the most cash and you could train full time. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, these aren't, these aren't, I, I, I have a type. My type is my wife. Obviously I, I married my type. I wouldn't be married otherwise. Um, so like uh, light eyes with dark hair mm-hmm. is my thing. Um, that's what my wife is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the closest to that would be Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go that route. Okay. Uh, for Mary and then Pam Anderson. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I, I had the fattest crush on Pam Anderson when I was like, who 12. did it? Yeah. So you're a fucking liar. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to front under that. I'm fucking Pam Anderson. Come on, dude. Yeah. But Never. I'm a married man. So none of these, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm uh, preface that. Hey, Steven, Steven Graham, BJJ, I, you're a huge fan of the show. I appreciate all the questions every time. Shout out to you. Follow at Steven Graham underscore BJ, uh, BJJ underscore. Hey man, well, let's not let's let's cool it with the hot chicks, dude. <laughs> yeah. okay? Because our wives watch this shit, okay? <laughs> We're gonna Mary answer kill. it, <laughs> but let's chill. Like let's let's throw the pigeon lady and shit in there like that. That was funny. Let's not throw 
hot chicks because I already got a problem where my wife's like, oh, yeah, who's that liking your shit? I don't need, you know what I mean? Like, next thing you know, now Pam's following me, you know? It's just a matter of time before she follows the BJJ Bounce podcast. And then what? Can we get Giselle, the supermodel, who just got her purple belt? What's up with that? Did we talk about that? <laughs> no, we have what not. What the f- Hey, <laughs> the meme about that, about she now joins BJ Penn as the... F- I'm like... <laughs> Fuck, dude. Those so fucking... Tom Brady's ex-wife just got a purple belt in like two years. She's killing it, dude. I don't know what her game is. I'm thinking it's deep half. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did she win all of the competitions? I don't think she's competed, but... Uh, it just proves, like, if Tom Brady can't hold on to his chick and the jiu-jitsu guy steals it, her chick. Because I guess the guy was teaching her kids jiu-jitsu, and then she decided to start for jiu-jitsu. Bro, he, he's a, a black belt that maintained his purple belt energy. You got, I mean, I think all black belts keep their purple It's in there, dude. Yeah. It's just locked away. <laughs> well, he unlocked it. <laughs> Supermodel. Boom. So, yeah. No, wow. Yeah, that was, I mean, obviously, he got the pub for it that he wanted. Yeah. You know, yeah. Giselle got her purple belt. Never been a Giselle fan. Never thought she was very pretty. I mean, obviously, very pretty, but I never was like, I, I know, know the name. If you lined her up with like four other attractive women, I couldn't tell you who was right. who. No, I mean, I'm not saying she's ugly. Obviously not. She was a freaking Corey Secret model. Right. But I'm saying, I don't know. Too skinny for me, maybe. What we got? Oh, no. You got always the long one, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, get that. Oh, I got the long one. Matt sent me a long question. I'm like, I can't make a slide out of that. That's four slides. From John Doe, because this is, question is crazy. I'm not going to. Oh, we got some Godzilla shit, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, loving the pod. Another question for you. I'm considering switching schools because of a pretty major scheduling conflict. I used to be able to train five to six days a week at my gym. Now I'm looking like only be able to train two days a week there. I like my school because of the culture, but as far as jiu-jitsu goes, it's not the best in the area. And it's far away from my house. Like, um, congrats on your baby. I have one also. What are your thoughts on going to a good school two days a week versus an okay school two days a week? I can hit open mats whenever I can. Uh, another weird decision is I have a good relationship with my current professor but I'm in the uh, military and I'll be moving within the year. My school is not part of any affiliate. To me, I'm like, look, your team is USA. Right. You're a military guy. You travel a lot. Right. I am all for, first of all, being loyal to your professors. That's important to me. But if you're leaving in a year and you're not going to be around, you're going to go for two year stints, different places. Right. Get your work in, dude. Like wherever you can, he knows you're leaving in two years too. Right. He knows you're leaving soon. So he knows you're not going to be a student for much longer. So if you want to go train somewhere closer, you have a kid, kids always come first to me and you want to be in a better situation. You might want to think about leaving. I think, um, I think the benefit of going to a, a school that has affiliate academies is, a lot of these guys know each other and they talk and they can communicate. And if you are in the middle of, you know, let's say you're working on your purple belt and you're in the middle of your blue. If you go from one school to another, it's likely that 
they're going to make you start over. Maybe not take your stripes off, but they're probably not going to promote you in six months to your third stripe kind of a thing. Like they're going to reevaluate you. In fact, I watched a Jocko Willink podcast about that, how it took him forever to get a black belt because he started a school in San Diego. I think he got to blue belt and then he, he got orders and he went somewhere else. And when he got there, he basically had to start over. But before he got the next belt, he left there and went to another place. Yeah. You got to improve that you're that belt. Right. So if you go to a school that has affiliate, I'm just going to use check as an example because I'm a check mat student, Matt's a check mat student. So it's like you go to a check mat and then you transfer to, and there's like over 200 check mats. There's a lot. Yeah. Like all over the world. So you, you move to a place that has another check mat you move from here to California to Florida or, or Texas or wherever. Right. And there's a check mat there. Your professor can likely reach out to them have a conversation. Maybe they give them like a heads up, like, Hey, he's coming. This is where I think he's at evaluation wise. But you know, you do with that information, what you choose, but you've got a better shot of like probably coming into, in my opinion, to something that, you know, maybe you're, um, you're less like, like if they trust, like, yeah, you're not, your promotion's not going to come. You're like, like if you're close to a promotion, like you said, yeah. And you move to another school close to your house, you're going to have to start all over. But if that doesn't matter to you, and you know you're leaving in two years, right? Or you're leaving soon. Go to what makes your life easier, because, like I said, your team USA already, right? You, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's your team. You're a military. You know what I mean? So, you know, you're gonna once you retire, you can root and set roots. But for now, you know, you're just trying to get it. You're almost like on holiday mode all the time as a military. You're just trying to get it in where you can fit it in because right. you never stay in one place. So, so I got an IG buddy that uh, I met at an open mat locally, um, and he's uh, Air Force Reserve, and he trains here in Marietta um, at uh, at Tenth Planet when he is here. But right now he happens to be in Japan, I think, until like like another two months. He's been there for like four months already. So like he knew he was going to Japan for six months. So now he's training at a, a school in Japan. Now he he knows he's not going to promote or anything while he's there. But it's like he he's at least getting. Some oh, what are you supposed yet. to do? Right, right. So he's just like, I'm still learning. You, you know, got, yeah. What are you going to do? You got to get it in. So like, right. If I was in that guy's situation, I would. Just the fact that I'm moving, I would be like, I'm not going to be like. I know you don't want to hurt that professor's feelings, but uh. It's closer to your house. Right. You're on orders. You got a new baby. You're leaving anyways. Right. You know, I don't know. Maybe I would, right. maybe I would switch. Right. I'm you, trying to get as much training in as I can. Cause I don't know where I'm going to end up after this. And you know, there's well, different stories for everybody. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I've also said, and he said, this school's better, right. better guys, better smoke. So, I mean, I'm not, a, I, I think you should travel for smoke. I've said that like, don't go to the gym next to your house because it's next to your house if the one 45 minutes away has got all the heat in it. Right. Go get your heat because that's going to make you a better grappler. But, I mean, you know, and vice versa. If the smoke is better at your closer to your house and it's far away right. and you're leaving anyways and you're only worried about that guy, what it shows me is you're a good dude. Right. And you're worried about, like, you don't want to let make the professor upset. But, you know, when it comes down to it, jujitsu lives forever. The professor will get another student. Right. So I would make the move. We've got some Ronzilla questions. Oh, Ronzilla. We're working on a drop for Ronzilla and his wild questions. I don't know Ron, but I like Ron. 
I don't know Ron either. Ron I don't know if we'd welcome him in the house or welcome him at the podcast yeah. yet because he might kill us. But we like Ron's questions. Ron is like, from what I've gathered from what, like the brief conversations we've had and whatnot, is he's like OG jujitsu grappler. He's been, been wearing off. the yeah. same gi. Yeah. His, he's got a son that's an adult that trains as well. So like he's like, he's bringing his kid up into it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just seems like all about the sport. But he's got that like that old school like, back in my fret, day yeah, you know that fucking uh that ground and pound og grappler mentality like i'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm gonna take you down i'm gonna grapple fuck your mouth and i uh, fucking put fucking bleach on my ringworm type <laughs> shit <laughs> so ronzilla uh should how do you how do i know if i have good pressure from just a fat ass uh you can have good pressure just by on how you cross sides i tap a lot of guys with pressure Right. And then and I'm a bigger guy, I am. But like I it's about position rib the rib position or stuff like that. Like Yeah. I are you some are you smother tapping? Are you mother's milking dudes? Or are you tapping them to pressure where they can't fucking breathe? There's a difference. I think if you lay on somebody, if you're if you're fat and you just lay on somebody and you just lay your dead weight on them, that's one thing. Now if you can hear if you can what you do if you do the thing that you do that you think you're applying pressure and you hear their breath change, then you're applying pressure. And then shout out to the fat guy laying on you. Yeah. Hey, congrats for being the jiu-jitsu. Also, it's his job not to get smashed. So you should be, little dude should be framing. You should be framing. You should be knee shielding. You should be in spider up on the lapel. You should have, you know, butterfly hooks in. You should be not being smashed. Right. So don't yeah. do that position. I always either. defend the big guy over here, Kenny. I'm tired of this shit. You know what? Big dudes, lay on them. Fuck them. <laughs> don't actually fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but smash them. Give them that jelly. Give them that work. They should be framing. They should get away from it. This is what they're training for. They're training for dudes like you laying on them. You know what I mean? Their, their girlfriends don't tap when they're laying on them. Why are you? Frame. Right. They might get fake out. it. They probably do fake it. Oh, oh you're good. I'm good. Uh, I come get off. Yeah. Put your bed. Get at the edge of the bed. Stand on the edge. <laughs> hey, that's how big dudes do it. They put the girl on the edge of the bed. <laughs> that's how big. Hey, that's how big girls get down. That's how big, big dudes get down. Because, you know, you can't arch your back that far, Kenny. <laughs> so you either put your belly on their back. You, you, you get them on the edge of the bed so you can stand up. <laughs> that's what I've been told. That's what I've been told, bro. I used to work with this guy, at guitar center. That was Get a, you on the edge of the bed. He was, a, he was a bigger, bigger, older gentleman. He was a keyboard <laughs> player for uh, Tower of Power, like in the seventies. Amazing keyboard player. One of those guitar ones? No, no. Like oh. this guy could play two keyboards, two different keyboards with different hands, and play a melody with one and a bass line with the other. Fucking amazing. Where did that go, though? Key the guitar? The the guitar. I think it died in the eighties. Why? <laughs> because for, I don't know. For good reason, I'm sure, but I used to watch Kids Incorporated. <laughs> you remember that shit? I'm old as fuck. The Disney Channel Kids Incorporated, and these kids would be lip singing this music, and it'd be this dude just killing it on a key. Is what it's called? Keytar? Keytar. Oh, dude. Keytar was sick, dude. This guy, Kevin, <laughs> anytime a like a an attractive woman would walk into our department, he'd be like, Oh, I'm gonna put my belly on her back. Put my belly on her back. <laughs> <laughs> so when you said that right now, I was like, "Oh, get it at the edge of the bed, guy. Kevin. R.I.P. Kevin. You'll never find a big dude in the middle of the bed, dude. No man's land. We got to get to a corner. Get to a corner. It's like when you take someone down an MMA. Get into the fence. Get to your stand-up points. You got to get to the edge. 
Uh, question number two, should you wear a rash guard on your gi top? We actually talked about this today. I say, and we're going to make a clip of this. I say whenever I'm under 230, I will not wear a rash guard. I'd rather not. Because, you know, then old, my old muscle starts to show. But when your boy's in holiday mode and I'm over 230, yeah. I wear a rash guard because I'm not trying to have pixelated titties. Like on a fucking, <laughs> it's not going to be like an episode of Cops where you're blurring out my shit. Like, yeah. you know, it all depends on how I feel personally, whether I'm going to wear a rash guard or not. I'm never a rash guard under, I just feel like it makes me too hot. Now, a lot of grapplers, smaller grapplers, they don't like that because they don't want your sweat on them. So yeah. as a delicate, as a, like a, they're like, wear a rash guard because it's a being a good training partner and you're not like putting the man juice all over their face or whatever when they're, you know. I'm not typically rubbing my chest on their face. You're not going to mount? Basing out, putting that fucking yeah, but you still get chest to chest. Putting that navel on their chin, trying to do no. a high S mount for an armbar. No, I've never done that. Okay, way. Well, I'm just saying that's the argument. It's like it's gross. I don't want to yeah. feel your sweat. Way. Well, well, don't get on the bottom. Don't then. go in jujitsu, yeah. man. If you don't want to feel sweat, yeah. I've had it's the wrong sport, my friend. A bald man, not just drip some sweat right into my mouth. I hit my hangy ball. Little hanging ball oh. thing back there. <laughs> <laughs> this fucked him. <laughs> Tap. I was like, I don't give a fuck if you have a rash guard on or not now, dude. <laughs> Someone give this guy a headband. <laughs> I um, I being a bald man. Uh, when I do, when I when I know that I'm sweating and I have uh, either side control or mount on somebody, I try to be as courteous as possible and like move my head out of the way. Um, or you can look away and give a little wipe. Yeah, I do. I do that frequently with the sleeve or whatever. Right. Yeah, but I, and I feel like I, I said this today, too. Um, I feel like I sweat more in my rash garden shorts than I do in a gi. Yeah, I can see that, too. But I really honestly don't care if yeah. you wear a rash guard or not. Yeah, I, I, me I, either. I, I mean, like, whatever, man. Me either. It all, it's a preference for me. Like, I will not wear a rash guard if I'm feeling like yeah. I'm looking good. If I took, like, that pre-morning dump and I'm like, damn, well, I haven't eaten breakfast yet. I'm looking kind of shredded. I might not wear a rash guard. Right now, tomorrow morning, it's supposed to be freezing when I teach class tomorrow morning. Your boy gonna be wearing a rash guard. Now, the guys I don't understand are the guys who wear hoodies under their geese. Yeah. I'm like, are you cutting weight? Why? Are we, what are we doing? There's right. a guy I retrain with who does that and he rolls the whole time. I'm like, yeah, I'm hot looking at this guy. I'm like, holy fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. I'm like, that's wild. So yeah, yeah, whatever. and it's not it's not a weight cutting thing. That's just daily. It's your preference, dude. We ain't NABJJF. We ain't IBJJF. Do wear what you want. Yeah. You said you can't in IBJJF, right? In IBJJF, you cannot wear a rash guard On when you're gi. rolling in the gi, but you have to wear a rash guard no gi. <laughs> um, what do you say when when you roll with someone and they stink so bad that your eyes water? I. I personally think you've just finished up the round and you make note of who that person is and don't roll with them anymore. The smell of you guy gets the best of us. You know what I mean, sometimes I, for the first time in my life, was the smelly gee guy about six months ago. So, I, your boy, my gee was clean. I pride myself on having clean geese. I had washed them, but I hung my, hang my geese outside on the chair. Okay. Summer, it's California, dry them out. Well, I have a new dog, and my dog had pissed. On one of the legs. Oh no! And it then it dried, so you don't see it. It's not. It's a blue gi too, so you didn't see it. And next thing you know, I'm rolling, and, it and I'm like, like, dog, like piss. dog piss. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, who smells like dog piss? Now I'm thinking of me. 
Right. I'm like, who the fuck? Because it's not you. I'm, like, I'm not rolling with this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next round, I'm Why rolling. Does everybody smell like Next dog round, piss today? I'm like, the fuck? And no, it was me. It was me. I was the dog piss guy. I was fucking, I was like, 15 years, dude. And this freaking dog that I'm not a fan of. Anybody want a dog? Let me know. Uh, he pissed on my fucking gee pants. And I, you know what I did? I didn't roll the rest around. I figured that was me. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm not going to be that guy. you don't want to be that guy. I'm the dog. I was the dog piss guy. And so I had to smell like gee. But normally, if I run into a guy who doesn't smell like gee, some guys just, like, if they're heavy drinkers, yeah, you can smell it out of their body. You know what I mean? But if their gee smells funky, like they're doing their second class of the day in the same gee or whatever, you know, you just got to kind of avoid it and, like, just right. get through same. it. Same, same. I don't not I'm not someone's gonna call someone out like, hey, smelly gee guy. Right. Yeah, and I'll finish I'm, it right up and all of I'm a them. polite roller, you know? Yeah. And then maybe the next class, I'll like well, before class starts, I'll kind of briefly walk by them to see if see I, how they're smelling. Yeah. Today. And if they don't, then then we're right. good. Some people just start stinking yeah. right away. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's it. That's it. All right, partner. You think what I'm thinking? Aim for the bushes. Guys, appreciate you guys. Follow us on all our social medias at Ozenation at uh, the Freak Party. My name is Matt. This is Kenny. Spotify, Amazon, Pandora. We'll catch you next time. YouTube. YouTube. Follow us there. Oh.